The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Wingbet. Wingbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, Wingbet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use your promo code SGP on your first deposit receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com and the promo code SGP. Also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PicksWise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the US? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contests. With over $30,000 up for grabs over the season, you need to go to OddsCrowd.com to sign up today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. SGPN is giving you the chance to win $100,000 on NFL Week 1, exclusively on the SGPN app. You are listening to your Europa League and Europa Conference League preview here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow me on the Soccer Gambling Podcast Twitter. That's at SGP Soccer, at SGP Soccer. Also, for extra content, check out my website, lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com, where I'm guiding my clients to their 100th month in a row of Transparent Track Profit. We have 99 months in the bank so far. That means for over eight years, I haven't had a single losing month in sports betting. And we are on course for that 100th month here in September. When I say additional content, not only can you get betting picks over there, but you get bonus podcasts as well. So these Europa League games, they will be covered much like the Euro. European show over at lockbetting.com and you can get that just on the podcast pack. What we do with the Europa League show is the same as the Champions League show. I take a look around at all of the games and I pick a small selection and break them down for you here, much like I do with the Champions League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, where I take a selection of games and break them down here on the SGP. But to get that Europa League show and to get a Champions League show every day, because I do cover every Champions League game. So match day one was fully covered over at lockbetting.com and match day two was also fully covered along with two additional locks with our overall total being two and one with the locks. Disappointment with PSG not being able to get the winner yesterday. Uh, They look really, really bad. They look really, really out of sync. We'll talk more about that next time we do a Champions League show, but that's something that I wanted to put out there. Very, very disappointing for PSG yesterday and that ended our 100% lock start to the Champions League. But there will be a lock 
for the Europa League on that Europa League show. And you can get that by setting up your lockbetting.com account and, and uh, simply subscribing to the podcast pack. So that's not soccer picks. That's not sports picks. There are options to get all of those packages. The 100 months of track transparent profit is for the $125 all sports pack, which I recommend to you because you get all sports and you get in plays as well. But you can start on a podcast pack, which will get you every single podcast, which includes those daily Champions League shows and the Europa League match show as well. But we are here to look at the Europa League and the Europa Conference League futures. Now, due to this cutoff point where they've got a Europa League and a Conference League now, the Europa League has turned into a very, very competitive competition. If you look at these groups, they are all very tight. We have lost a lot of the the riffraff, the teams that weren't really competitive in Europa League or the Champions League, and now now going into the Europa Conference League. Also, the teams who finished sixth or seventh in Spain, in Italy, in England, they are also going into the Europa Conference League. What that's done, though, is it's made it very, very lopsided. When you look at the top of the Europa Conference League market, you have two very strong teams there. Roma of Italy who are the 6-1 to favourites to win it. And then Tottenham from England, who are a top six team in the Premier League, which is undoubtedly the strongest league in Europe at the moment. They're down there at 7-1. to Behind them, you have a massive gap. I think Rennes of France are too short here at 9-1. to And then you have AZ Alkmaar, 18-1. to Basel, 20-1. to Feyenoord of Holland, 20-1. to Ghent of Belgium, 20-1. to And Partizan Belgrade at 25-1. to With Slavia Prague at 28-1. to Now... Slavia Prague way down here would probably be my dark horse for this competition based on their previous results in Europe. This is the same Slavia Prague who knocked out Rangers and Leicester City from the Europa League last season. This is a Slavia Prague team who are unbeaten this season with five wins in a draw in the Czech League and who won the Czech League last season finishing ahead of Sparta Prague with 34 games played, 26 wins Eight draws, no defeats, with 86 points, 85 goals scored in those 34 games and only conceding 20. So this is a team with a strong winning mentality. And if you remember, they had Arsenal against the ropes until there was that whole racism scandal. And then Arsenal gave their most motivated performance of the season under Mikel Arteta and blasted this team on their own turf and knocked them out of the Europa League. But that really looks like an anomaly for a Slavia Prague team who are looking very, very good over the last couple of seasons and they could be a dark horse here to win this competition. That's a massive price here at 28 to 1. Aside from them, you are looking at the top two. Tottenham have undoubtedly the best squad and the best players, whereas AS Roma, they have the best manager here in Jose Marino. He's a serial winner and he'll be targeting a Champions League spot with Roma and he'll be looking to win this trophy with the main competition coming from Tottenham. So I think it is going to go to one of those two and I think the Dark Horse in this competition lays way down in the market in Slavia Prague at 28-1. to But um, yeah, as I said, cannot see past those two on their day on their day Tottenham should beat AS Roma so at seven to one that would be my lean if Tottenham take this competition seriously which I don't think they really will at the initial group stage unless they're facing some adversity I mean they've already lost their um 
their first leg to Paco, for Paco Ferreira when they were trying to qualify. And then they had to put out the big guns to win the second leg. The fact that they even did that shows that they do want to win this competition. They don't want to face an early exit. Once they were facing that early exit from a 1-0 first leg defeat, they put out the big guns and decided that we need to qualify. And now they are in a group which they should easily qualify from. Richie Silva stopped in his tracks. Harry Winks comes away with it. This is Hill. Side flag stayed down. He picked out Harry Kane. It didn't take long. And Hill to Harry Kane. Found the time to turn. Again, it's deflected. It almost breaks for the Celso. He was able to get a foot in. This is Kane to turn the tie around for Tottenham. Where there may be defenders, he just waits and says, "Well, listen, if it breaks to me, I'm ready." He still would have called it that finish. He certainly was. Yeah, so we'll move on from the Conference League. As I said, Tottenham are my lean. Slavia Prague are my dark horse. Very, very good record over the last two years in the Czech, Re- Czech Republic League. Haven't lost. Uh, they've got Champions League pedigree, have rubbed shoulders of Champions League teams and obviously did well in last season's Europa League as well. But we'll move on to the Europa League now. And this is very interesting because... Napoli lead the market here at 12 to 1. You won't very often see a market leader at 12 to 1. Even a very competitive uh, sport like the NFL, the Super Bowl, doesn't have a leader as big as 12 to 1. So there's a reason for this that we're going to get into shortly. Leicester are next here in the market at 14 to 1. We have West Ham at 16 to 1. That's surprising to see them so high. Bayer Leverkusen 20 to 1. Lazio 20 to 1. Leon 20 to 1. Sociedad 20 to 1. Betis 25 to 1. Eidrich Frankfurt 25 to 1. Monaco 33 to 1. And everybody else is 50 to 1 or bigger. So. The outright futures market doesn't really mean too much at the moment unless you have a real strong feeling or reasoning for one of these teams. Napoli are the correct team here to lead the market. Despite the fact they're drawn in a tough group with Leicester, we see Napoli and Leicester top of the market, much like we see Man City and PSG top of the market in the Champions League as well, although that could be proven to be uh, flawed after watching the way PSG played yesterday. You can have... All of those players, but if you don't want to gel together and you don't have the right manager in place, it's going to be a disaster and you're going to get dominated in the shot count by a team like Club Bruges. That's what can happen in Europe. It's very, very difficult to win in Europe as PSG, I think, are going to find out this season. But I don't necessarily think there is a standout play here. Napoli was seconds away from being a Champions League team last season. So they're not going to be best pleased to be playing in the Europa League. And now they're here, you would think that they want to win it. West Ham, it's been a long time since they played any relevant European football. Now, they're going to want to make a stand in this competition. But even at 16-1, to I think that they're too short. This competition probably means quite a fair bit to them. But they don't have that European experience, the likes of a Leverkusen or a Lazio. So that's where I would be looking initially at the moment. I do think the top of the market is correct when you're looking at Leicester and Napoli being two teams that pretty much threw away 
Champions League football and now been relegated to the Europa League. They should lead the market, but I do think you would be looking at an outsider here. And what I think you would mainly be looking at is the Champions League teams that drop into this because this is not the the field at the moment. So you could get anybody dropping into this from the Champions League. The Champions League is very, very wide open. I'm particularly looking at the group of death, or what I think is the group of death, which is Group B, which is Liverpool's group. Now, I have picked Liverpool to to win that group, but as for who comes second, third and fourth, that's really up in the air. When you're looking at Group A of the Champions League, you could be pretty certain that PSG will get it together enough, particularly at home, to end up going through in that group with Manchester City. When you're looking at this Liverpool group, It's wide open here between Atletico, Porto and AC Milan, especially when you consider home games are a must win. Atletico didn't win yesterday at home at the Wanda against Porto. So now they have to go to Porto and they have to go to Milan and they have to go to Anfield and they have to get a result of one of these two teams, one of these three teams. They also probably have to win both of their remaining home games, which means beating Liverpool. So I'm very surprised to see Atletico still very solidly ranked as the second favourites to qualify from the group after such a disappointing result against Porto, who are just perennial qualifiers here. No matter how difficult it is, Porto managed to find their way through to the last 16 or a quarter-final, and it wouldn't surprise me to see them somehow manage to grind their way out of that group, which means you could be seeing an AC Milan or an Atletico Madrid dropping into the Europa League and joining that market as well. When you're looking at um, this next group, Group C, it looks like Dortmund are going to win it. It looks like Ajax are going to be strong as well off the back of their 5-1 win away to Sporting. But either one of Sporting or Besiktas could be a difficult team here to face in the Europa League if they are the teams that drop down. When you're looking at Group D here next, you immediately see that um, Real Madrid and Inter Milan are the standouts here. So the teams that are likely to be dropping down would be either Shakhtar or FC Sharif. Sharif got the win over Shakhtar yesterday at home, so they could be a team that's coming through. Uh, I don't think that they possess any major danger here. In Group E, looks like Bayern Munich are going to win the group after thrashing Barcelona away from home. I think Barcelona should be able to navigate second place here, which would mean that you get either Benfica or Dynamo Kiev. I would lean towards Benfica again. I don't think they're a big threat to win it. I don't think they're better than anybody necessarily at the top of the market. But they're also a team that you don't necessarily want to play against. In Group F, now this was blown wide open by Man United losing to Young Boys. They have now gone from the 1-2 to favourites to win this group to plus money 6-5 to favourites to win this group. So there's no guarantee that that's going to happen or they're even going to finish in the top two. When you think of uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's Champions League record as a Man United manager, he's played 11, won four and lost seven. And we're particularly poor away from home in the Champions League, which is weird because we have the Premier League record for being unbeaten for the longest amount of time away from home. If we can maintain that in the Champions League, we should still be able to, to get through and maybe even win this group. But we've not made a very good start. We have been aided by the fact that There was no winner in the Villarreal-Atalanta game. And Villarreal have now dropped to the bottom of the market here. Atalanta 5-2 in this group to win the group. 7-2 on Young Boys and 13-2 on Villarreal. And if you look at the qualification odds, Man United 4-11, Atalanta 4-5, Young Boys even, and Villarreal all the way out to 2-1 to to qualify. I think that's a massive prize on Villarreal. We're not doing a Champions League show here, but it is interesting to see that. 
I think that one of Atalanta or Villarreal will still drop into the Europa League. If it is young boys that come through in third place, we've already seen that they've beat Man United. I don't think anybody is going to want to fancy going and playing away on that artificial pitch. But does that make them viable candidates to win this competition? I don't think it does. I think that you'll be far more worried if an Atalanta or a Villarreal, who are the current holders, drop down into the Europa League because they will be two teams that are very, very dangerous and they have quality and they'll be dangerous in both legs as opposed to just being dangerous at home on your artificial pitch. I'm not looking for young boys here to be picking up any points away from home in this group. I think if young boys picked up any points away in their group, it would be a major disappointment. Uh, Looking at Group G, the Sevilla are joint at the top here of this market at two to one with Wolfsburg. So two to one Sevilla to win it, two to one Wolfsburg, ten to three Lille and ten to three on Salzburg. You don't want to face any of these teams. Sevilla, if they end up coming third, they're a team that have massive uh, Europa League pedigree. Wolfsburg are a dangerous team from Germany. They qualify for the Champions League from the Bundesliga and had a very, very strong home record. Lille are the champions of France, although I do think they're significantly weakened in season. And RB Salzburg, they're a team that just score goals. They should have won of eight way to Sevilla. They had three penalties in that game against Sevilla and they only scored one of them. So they could, uh, a team that joins the Europa League from this group could be very, very dangerous. And the final group here, Group H, This is going to be Juve and Chelsea here for me. I don't think anybody in Europa League would be worried about Malmo. Um, Zenit, I think they would be more worried about. But again, nothing better than what's at the top of the market. So for me, you're looking at uh, an Atalanta or a Villarreal joining this and potentially... Uh, an Atletico Madrid, Porto or AC Milan. Immediately, if it is an Atletico, they would enter the Europa League and they would go to the top of the market. So it's very difficult to bet on the outright futures at the moment unless you have a real strong feeling for anybody that you see here in the Europa League. We're going to look at the groups here now to, to, to finish off this show. We're going to begin with Group A and immediately you get a feel for how tight these groups are. You have Leon here, top of the market at 10 to 11, but they're significantly weakened by the loss of Memphis Depay. You have Glasgow Rangers, second favourites, 2 to 1. Then you have Sparta Prague, 5 to 1, and Bromby at 15 to 2. Sparta Prague are the team who finished behind Slavia Prague last season. Obviously, though, with a lot more defeats, Slavia Prague were undefeated. So they are now the, the main, Slavia are now the main team in Prague. So Sparta will be looking to make some kind of statement here and do something in the Europa League. I think they're a very big price here to win this group and they're a decent price to qualify as well. They're six to four to qualify, whereas you have Leon, a very short price of one to four and Rangers at a short price of one to two. I don't think those prices are correct. I think Sparta Prague are a real threat here in this group and my small sprinkle would be on them to qualify at six to four plus 150 because I think Prague is a very, very difficult place to go to. I have no real lean on who will win this group. Obviously, Leon are the biggest team on paper, but they are significantly weakened and they haven't made a great start in France either. Moving on to group B, we have Sociedad here at top of the group at 11 to 10. Monaco missed out in Champions League at 2 to 1. We have PSV Eindhoven, who are always neck and neck with Ajax for the Dutch league. They're always the main two challenges there at 3 to 1. And Stone Grass at 12 to 1 here. The qualification odds see Sociedad 1 to 3, Monaco 4 to 7. PSV Eindhoven at Evens and Stone Grass at 7 to 2. 
if Eindhoven take this competition seriously, they will be a threat. Monaco got knocked out of Champions League qualification by Shakhtar Donetsk, which was a very, very disappointing result for them. So I'm not sure how seriously they are going to take the Europa League. Sociedad, clearly the best team here from the best league. They should be able to win this group. But I like the price on even money on Eindhoven to find a way to get through. I think we saw with uh, Ajax last night, Dutch player, Dutch, Dutch, Dutch league is still bringing through some very, very good young players. And I think PSV Eindhoven are often neck and neck with Ajax. I don't think the gap between the two sides is monumental. And that's why I like Eindhoven to qualify from Group B here at the price of even plus money. Looking at Group C here, it's led by Napoli and then Leicester. This is the group where the two favourites have been drawn together. But underneath them, there is no real threat coming from Legia Warsaw and Sport, Spartak Moscow. Napoli here are 11 to 10, Leicester 5 to 4, Legia Warsaw 13 to 2, and Spartak Moscow here at 14 to 1. The qualification odds C, Napoli 1 to 4, Leicester 2 to 7, Legia Warsaw 7 to 4, and Spartak Moscow here at 9 to 2. For me, Leicester and Napoli are going to compete to see who wins this group. I know it's a very chalky thing to say, but I just don't see Legia Warsaw or Spartak Moscow getting anything from their away games to these two teams. So with a guaranteed six points for both of them and possibly some away wins as well, plus the points they take off each other, I think they're just going to have too many points to be challenged by these two underdogs. And I think they'll go through in first and second place. So I don't know who's going to win the group, but I like the dual forecast here of Napoli and Leicester to qualify. It's chalky. It's four to six minus 150, but I think that's still a decent price as I just think these two are the standout teams in this group. And that's why they're top of the market to win this competition at the moment as well. Group D is a tough one. It's led by Eichuk Frankfurt, who have massively declined since losing their manager. And they're another team who completely blew Champions League football last season. Behind them is Fenerbahce 10-3, Olympiakos 10-3 and Antwerp 8-1. My standout play here would be for Olympiakos to qualify here at plus 100, even money. They have Champions League experience. They're not even usually playing in the Europa League. Olympiakos is a difficult place to go to. We've seen English clubs even struggle away to Olympiakos. And I think they will be a team who get through this group. So that's my standout play here from Group D. Oh, sorry. Yeah, for, sorry, from Group D. Moving on to Group E here. It's uh, Lazio who lead the market at eight to eleven to win this group. It's five to two on Marseille, five to one Galatasaray, and six to one on Lokomotiv Moscow. This again is a difficult group because Lokomotiv and Galatasaray have Champions League experience, so it's difficult for me to just pinpoint um, Marseille and Lazio and think yes, they are the standout two teams in this group. Lazio, of course, come from the strongest league in Serie A, but they have an over-reliance on, on two or three players, and that's really been the situation for Lazio over the last few years. However, the issue with the Europa League is that teams don't take it too seriously until they see where they are in the later stages, and suddenly players that may be rested with domestic titles prioritised may suddenly then come into the competition. But if you're Lazio and you're resting an immobile for these group games or some of these group games, are you necessarily a good price to be the group winner of this of this group? I'm not too sure. Lazio are pretty short here at 8-11 to 11 for a team that have three or four great players and are then carried by workmen. And if you rest those three or four players, especially Immobile, how good are Lazio? So I think Lazio will win the group. I do think Immobile will feature in, in about four of these games. 
uh, but I don't like them here at 8-11. to 11. I think I'd be looking a little bit further down at potentially a Galatasaray qualifying from this group. Qualification odds C, Lazio at 2 to 9, Marseille 8 to 11, then Galatasaray 15 to 8, and Lokomotiv Moscow at 2 to 1. I'd be looking at Galatasaray there in that market as a potential team that could qualify. Nobody likes going to Galatasaray, nobody likes going away to Turkey and playing. So if Galatasaray could potentially rack up seven points at home, they could be a dangerous team in this group. Looking at Marseille, Marseille have had a change of management and they're much improved. This season has seen Marseille win three of their first four games and draw the other one. They actually have a game in hand which would take him into second place. Obviously, the French League isn't going to be competitive this season. Paris Saint-Germain are going to win it. They've already started with five games played, five wins and 15 points. But immediately with PSG, we're seeing what happens when they have such an easy domestic league and then step up to the Champions League. Now, Bruges aren't necessarily a huge step up from what's in France. But I think if Club Bruges were playing in the French League, they would be a team who are challenging four Champions League places. And obviously, PSG are not going to play the competition, uh, play their French French League this year and play 38 games and get a 38 win. So they are going to be challenged on some days and they are going to be off days, but you're really not expecting it in the Champions League, a competition where you've bought all of these players to win the competition. That's all people care about. Mauricio Pochettino is 100% sacked if he doesn't win the league and Champions League this season. So um, the French League... It's a difficult one. When you're looking at Marseille and you're looking at them being much improved, does that carry over to the Europa League? You can't assume it will, but you also can't assume it won't. So this is a very, very difficult group here. And I would be probably skipping this like like most of these groups in this competition. I mean, we're looking at Group F. This group has three joint favourites at the top of the market here. You have Red Star Belgrade at two to one. Sporting Braga at two to one and Micheland at two to one in some places, but at nine to four where I'm looking here. So Micheland are, are widely the team who are just outside of this of this joint favoritism. They have been priced up here at nine to four, but in some places Micheland are at two to one, the Braga at two to one, and Red Star Belgrade are the fifteen to eight favourite. Some places have Red Star Belgrade as the clear favourites, and Sporting Braga at Micheland at the same price. Nobody has Micheland as the favourite, but they do interchange between Sporting Braga and Red Star Belgrade. I think this epitomises the type of groups that you're seeing here by creating the. Europa Conference League and then having the Europa League here as a different type of competition reduced down to four teams per group. So I'm going to use a site I'm using that has Red Star Belgrade at two to one, Sporting Braga at two to one, Michelin nine to four and Ludogorets here at four to one. Anybody can qualify here. Um, I think Sporting Braga playing in the tough Portuguese league would be my pick to qualify here at four to five. But Red Star Belgrade, they have Champions League pedigree. It's going to be a very, very difficult place to go to. I think they will certainly be targeting seven, maybe even nine points. So it's difficult to see outside of the top two. It's difficult to make a case for Michelin. But what I will say is Michelin are a very, very free scoring team and they will be involved in a lot of entertaining games in this competition. Uh, especially if they manage to, to get through to the later stages. I don't think a lot of people will be wanting to travel down to Michelin. Looking at the last two groups, Group G is led by Bayer Leverkusen. They're at 11-8, to 8, shading it from Betis at 6-4. So we get 4-1. And um, FTC, who also have Champions League experience, are available here at 9-1. to 1. 
I think FTC and Celtic will go out of this group. I do think Betis and Leverkusen are strong sides. Betis are a team you're not going to want to play in the knockout stages because they are able to set up uh, very well defensively and make themselves difficult to break down. Leverkusen are the opposite. They'll just completely outscore you and they're going to be a very dangerous team. I think they're very underrated here in this market. I think Leverkusen are a team who should be playing in the Champions League. They shouldn't be playing in the Europa League while Wolfsburg are playing in the Champions League. I think they are among the top four in Germany. I think we're looking at a phase here where Leverkusen could go ahead of RB Leipzig because they're in a transitional period with players gone missing to other clubs and a new manager here where it's not quite working. And I think it's a time for Leverkusen to step up and get themselves back into the top three. And I certainly think they can enhance that statement by having a very good um, Europa League run here. So I'm going to pick Leverkusen here to win this group and I'm going to take them here at 11-8 to to do so. Final group is Group H and this is led by West Ham. Um, If you told West Ham they would be the favourites to win a group in the Europa League and the third favourites to win it two years ago, they would think that you are off your head. But that is actually the case. They are the favourites and strong favourites to win this group at 10 to 11. Dynamo Zagreb are at 11 to 4. It's 9 to 2 on the draw. It's 11 to 2 here on Genk of Belgium. My lean here would be on Dynamo Zagreb to qualify from this group, which is available at four to five. I think West Ham at two to seven are very short, considering they haven't got any Europa League pedigree. Um, Rapid Vienna at 11 to eight and Genk at seven to four to qualify. I, I don't think that they're as good as Dynamo Zagreb. We're looking at the champions of Croatia here. We're looking at a club who are going to provide Croatia with their next crop of international players. Obviously not the entire team. But you would be looking moving forward into the future at four or five players here coming through Dynamo Zagreb. And we've shown Croatia can continuously produce very good, skillful players. So these players are going to be good. And the younger players here, they're going to be picked up by better clubs. So they're going to be a dangerous team in this tournament. And they're going to be a dangerous threat here to even win this group. So I'm going to take Dynamo Zagreb to qualify here. And that's going to be my final lean here from the group stage. And they're available at four to five. Closing out with my lock on the show, I mentioned it earlier and it is chalky, but I do think it cashes for you. I'm going to take Leicester and Napoli in the dual forecast. Don't know who wins that group, but I do know these two teams are going to be too good at home to drop any points to the other two. That's going to give them six points already and they're just going to need four further points there to qualify because I think 10 points gets it done. So Napoli and Leicester dual forecast is your lock here and that's available at four to six. That's it for your Europa and Conference League preview here. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.